Yeah, this is the third episode of the 100 Podcast. Um, yeah. It's going to be available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically every streaming service and on YouTube. Uh, today I brought my uh, my friend and kind of like my business, one of my business partners, uh, Larry here. He's a real estate agent and uh, I kind of I do drone videography, so I work with him. How you doing today, bro? How you feeling? Doing good, man. Good. Tired, but... Uh... Great, it's grind. Actually, right before I got here, I was writing up an offer. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Uh, I speaking up, and I, I got, I got to come. Uh, I was, I was gonna hit you up. Got a new listing as well, man. So yeah, yeah let me yeah. know. I'll be there. Yeah. yeah. I think we should just start with freaking Coachella and Stagecoach. How was that, man? How was bartending? Uh, that's over that's there? wild, man. Um, I mean, it's it's weird, man. I, I've been doing it. I don't know, maybe my my eighth year now. Okay. And um, years ago, I got in. Because uh, it's kind of hard to get in, man. It's not It's not one of those things where, like, anybody can just be there. You yeah. kind of have to either know somebody or kind of slide in. I actually got in um, by kind of chance. They, they fired some people or some people didn't show up. And uh, I knew somebody, and I was, like, I was like, like the 10th person on the list. And when he For called, this year, or was it when no, he no, first this began? No, no, when I first began. Yeah, when oh, I first okay, began. Okay. And uh, it was small back then. It wasn't even that. I mean, it was, it was yeah, big, but it wasn't, yeah. like, it wasn't like it is today. You know, now it's like Coachella, you know what I mean? Like, oh, Coachella, Coachella. Yeah, but, all the um, but back then it was nuts, man. So I got in and I got I got put in VIP, uh, like the only like main bar in VIP. There was like one bar that was us. Yeah. And we just used to get smashed for like 12 hours straight, like 10, 15 people deep, just grind, grind, grind. And over the years, the bar's gotten bigger and better. More people are there and uh, it's chill, but it's, it's dope. So, you know, now it's with three weekends with Stagecoach. I mean, basically, like, the last three weeks are just grind, and then I'm tired, and I'm, like, working. But we also drink, and we party, and we have a good time, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so when we done, like, all we do is hang out. So it's just like... Do you uh, do you just work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or do you work, like, Thursday, like... No, yeah. No, parties? so so I just pull up. I just pull up for the, the main day. That's good. That's yeah. good, because that's too much, dude. I, I wouldn't... I go, like, one day now to Coachella, you, if I can. Yeah. If I, I didn't even go this year. You didn't? No. Nope. I, I mean, obviously, I saw you over at uh, a stagecoach. Stagecoach, on the stagecoach. I, you know what? Now working the event, there's no way I would ever be able to attend ever again. I, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just different because now, like, I, I mean, I'm, at, I'm in, my bar is right by, like, the main stage. You know what I mean? So I hear all the music, yeah, all the time, even when we're not doing anything or even when we're working. So I basically hear all these people without actually like having to be there, and I get to make money at the same time, and it's a good like step away from the normal of like real estate and hair and you know whatever else i do so yeah yeah how many things do you do what are what are all the what are all your, your, your <laughs> careers you're, you're going through right now because i know you're a pretty you know you're a good hairstylist you're a real estate agent yeah you're bartending so so i mean yeah a things. um i've bartended a lot you know for the last i don't know like i mean like in the service industry in general um, probably like a good 15 years now, six, seven, uh, not like 15. I'm going on my 15th year. Um, I, you know, I do a couple weddings here and there, you know, when people ask me like, Oh, do a couple, you know, so I'll bartend a wedding. I'll put the staff together. We'll do all that. Um, and then, you know, obviously I've been a hairstylist for like seven plus. That's dope. Um, I love that. I, I mean, I, I was doing that full time as like a grind, but you know, like hair is such a, like a passionate, like business you know yeah because it's creative it's artistic you know so it got to the point for me when i was it got like a little too monotonous and um 
kind of just going to the same same place, same yeah. type of hairstyles. Just and, over and over and yeah. over again. You know what I mean? There's, there's no fun when I'm doing like, you know, there's just say, like I like for me as a like I couldn't be a barber for sure. Yeah. I, like the fact that those guys just like do like 80 cuts a day is like that's terrible. Like that sounds after terrible phase. to me. Yeah, yeah. There's no way I wouldn't want to yeah, do that. Exactly. You know, just stand there. So for me, I, I got to that point where I was like, all right, cool. And I always, um, I got into real estate years and years ago um, with like an assistant, as an assistant for somebody else when like the market like crashed. And that's how I kind of like stacked my, my cash early on. But um, I said, you know, might as well. I, I was like, let's, let's get into real estate. Because it, they're both the same. Like the idea of getting clients for hair is almost the exact same thing as, as real estate. So it's just marketing and brand and, you know, and like awareness and advertising yeah. and and for me, it was like an easy transition. I'm like, instead of talking to people like, hey, who does your hair? Now I go, yay, like, you know, you ever thought about buying a house? And like, then at that point, it's a follow-up. It's grind. It's like, get them going. And then the paycheck, obviously, is much better. So, I mean, that's the thing. Like, right now, I'm, I'm focusing on real estate. I'm building a team. Uh, I'm going to be launching, like, a new, like, website and team later on. And then I, I plan to get into, like, just the marketing in general. Because yeah. ultimately, that's what I want to do. Because I... I I'm sure you feel the same way. That's probably why you did it. But like the ceiling with being a hairstylist is so much lower than a real estate agent. The yeah. ceiling, I, I, it, I just feel like I don't know for sure, but oh no, from it's, it's the outside in for sure. I mean, especially now, because the game is changing, man. Like you got to think about it. Like, like, I mean, like look at the Ubers and you know, like the Amazons. Like they're in ten more, fifty more years. Like there won't be like malls anymore. No yeah, one's going to go to the mall. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Soon, like, pizza delivery, like, already Domino's has a car that, like, drives it for you. You know what I mean? Uber will pick you up, right? You know, yeah, like, nobody, exactly. all these businesses, like, to be honest, I don't even think movie theaters will be around in 20 years, maybe even sooner. Because I don't as, even go to the movie theater. Exactly. As soon as t TVs are only getting bigger, yeah, you know, exactly. now there's 80, 90-inch TVs, like, they're only going to get bigger, and movies will only get more expensive because not as many people are going. So then soon they just won't go. Unless, of course, like something changes. So for for hair, that's what it is, man. Oh, like that that business model of having 10 chairs and getting 10 what you call like, you know, stylists and like or barbers and getting people in. It's just it's a broken system. It hasn't been updated in years. Yeah, exactly. So it's a, it's a grind. It's a struggle, man. I, th I think on average, on average in California, hairstylists make um, like 32 no, not even. I think it's like twenty seven a year. I think you're about right, yeah. And you know what I mean? And that's, that's spot on. Yeah. And that's gross. That means after bills, after taxes, after living expenses, they're barely like getting by. And you know, but nobody tells you that. That's actually one thing I plan on doing. Um, I plan on st starting like a business podcast to help stylists like know those things. Yeah. Because you could be successful. There's a lot of successful. Um, hairstylist, it just it's you know like it's branding, it's marketing, it's exactly, advertising. Yeah. And the thing is, like hairstylists, they're not business oriented. Like they didn't go to business school; they went to hair school, they went to so barber school. No, the craft. Yeah, the, they went to learn yeah, how to cut money. hair, yeah, not exactly. how to manage money, how to run a business. So if they're not taking those steps and precautions, like they're ultimately going to fail. That's kind of why I did this podcast was I I wanted to bring different people in because so far I got a guy who was aspiring, an aspiring cop, and he's he's pretty close, and then a rapper, and then now you, you're kind of a jack of all, all trades, so so I'm kind of just trying to get everybody in that, and Jeez. show their path, and yeah. show what they have to do to no, get that, where they want to no, be. No, that's you know? dope. Actually, I listened to the first episode, um, what was it, Fury, or what was his name? 
It was low key. Was low, low key, key. Yeah. low key. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the rapper. Yeah, yeah cool dude. I, you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> I used to be. I used to be a rapper too, actually, man. Long yeah, time. Yeah, I back, remember you telling me that. Back, a back in the day, man. Uh, what was your rap name? Uh, my rap name was Rico. That's kind of a cool name. I like yeah, that. man. It's not too crazy. It's not, not too, too crazy. Rapping. You know, it was. It wasn't. I didn't make it up. Someone gave it to me. Um, back in high school, I used to dress really uh, like preppy in a sense, like. Um, like dress pants, like uh, shirt, okay, tie, like, you, you. you know what I mean? I was always like looking fresh. And um, freshman year, uh, one of the seniors like on like the football team was like, look a little, like actually they, they, they duct taped my locker so I couldn't get in. Yeah. So I had to go play football in like dress pants. Damn. And like, is that yeah. like where you got it? So they were like, look a little Rico Suave over here. You oh, know what I mean? Man. And then he, you know, he was like the main, you know, like guy at the time. And yeah. everybody was like, no one even knew my name. About nine months into school, everybody just called me like Rico. I was like, yo, what up, Rico? And you could have a way worse nickname. No, for sure. That. No, it works. It's it not worked. too bad. No, it worked. Yeah, I was yeah. like, all right. And I mean, even teachers would be like, what? Like, they didn't even, you know, they called me Rico. It was crazy. Yeah, Damn, that's crazy. So as I start, you know, like, that's when I really, and I was already rapping at the time, so like, I was like, well, I'm not gonna like, what am I get my name gonna be all cool and shit? I was like, blind, you know, blind few, you know, some like stupid name. I was like, yeah. nah. I was like, fuck it, I'll just go with what works, you know. And, and uh, that was it, yeah, man. And I've been rapping. I mean, like, I haven't rapped in years now. I mean, I freestyle all the time, but, um, but yeah, I love it. Music is actually one of my like favorite passions yeah, of all yeah. time. Had I had I had a, like another, if I would have made one different choice, I would have still, I would have probably like pursued music more. Yeah, you had kind of just kept on it. I was there because I feel like I feel like music. You could just keep going, you know, you forever. I mean, well, yeah, for a long time. I mean, I mean, like because it's art. Art is subjective, man. So you know, like obviously every rapper, every artist wants to be to that that level of like you're there, you made it, yeah, you know, you've yeah. sold X amount or whatever. But I mean, you know, realistically, like if you had a thousand fans that loved you, like what's wrong with that? Like what? What's it's wrong? Not bad, honestly. What's wrong with making music and a thousand people buy your shit? Like and and you can pay bills or do whatever. I'm like, if you love it, like that's all it really takes. But you know, obviously everybody's like grinding to get to like the radio or you know wherever or like sell a you know go platinum. Or but, yeah, exactly. Like, but it was tough. The music music industry was crazy. I signed a publishing contract years ago. You know, I opened for like Flo Rider, Twister, Snoop. That was dope. I mean, like, I was doing music, like real talk. But um, but it was a grind. It was a lot. And it's really, you don't, I mean, to be honest, you don't even have to be that good. I mean, I am that good, but I, it, it's about who you know, really. That, that yeah, money. it's just kind of getting that door, that, that little open door. And, and it costs money. Kicking it, yeah. I don't know about that, but I'm sure it does. You got to live that lifestyle. Yeah, nothing's free, man. I mean, like, you look at, like, um, you know that song Jay Sean and uh, Lil Wayne? That baby, are you down? Dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he don't know Lil Wayne. It cost him fifteen grand for that, exactly. that verse, but that song blew, right? They're like Jay Sean, yeah. you know, it's a little catchy. They're like, man, now we need someone to like hook it down. You know what I mean? And sure was I like, so I mean, like, but if, I mean, if I had fifteen grand to blow on a, you know what I mean? I'm sure I could probably get Lil Wayne to give me a sixteen bar. Exactly. But what am I gonna do with that? You know what I mean? Like, it'll get you a little boost for a little bit and for a second. Like... But if you ain't got it, you don't know it, and you ain't ready, and you don't got more money. You know what I mean? Because then once you get like known for like, oh, he just paid on boy, well then. Now, yeah. you know, who are you going to pay next? You know what I mean? Who's the next big star? Yeah. You know, Plus now, you know, so unless, of course, unless, of course, you're just, like, raw and you could just go on YouTube and just, like, grind out. I mean, there's a lot kinda of people like, right now. like a Russ character. Or, yeah. You know. J. Cole kind of was like that. He, he kind of just did his own shit. No, for he, sure. I mean, well, he always does. He's still doing it right now. All his albums his got no features. Yeah. Like, I like J. Cole, man. Uh, I got He's got J. some haters, but I like yeah. it. Nah, J. Cole's the Nas of, of, like, this century, man. Like, yeah. Nas was always my guy. I mean, J. Cole literally going platinum without... No features, 
No, you know what I mean? That's fire. Although I like, I, I mess with Russ tough though too. I wasn't a big I fan at first. To. Yeah. I kind of got off him a little bit. I mean, last like, I, I like the fact that like he produces his own music, records his own music, masters, mixes, like writes his own music. So you can't hate on him really. That's why I'm like, how do you, yeah, how you mad at it, you know? So it's different, you know, because when, you know, seven people writing other people's songs, it's like, what's the point? You know, yeah. it's not really you. It's kind of how I feel about Drake. I'm like, man, that guy's just. It man. sounds good. I can't hate it. I like the music. It's true. It just. When I look down and I look at who it's written by and it's by like eight different eight people, people. It's like yeah. kind of kills it for me. It is crazy to think how Drake is like, it, I mean, but he's killing at the moment. I mean, he really is though, regardless, like yeah. he's killing. Because, you know, some of the, although, because that's the thing too, at that point, like some of the best songs of all time are like aren't written by the artists, you know what I mean? I mean, in rap, it's a little different, but I mean, like when you go to any other genre, it most of the time, the singers don't write their own songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Whitney Houston's biggest hit. And I guess Aerosmith. being a fan, you don't know that. You don't. You yeah, just, you know what I mean? Like, and to be honest, you got to think about it too. Like, just imagine if, you know, Aerosmith didn't, you know, like sing, you know, like, well, I forgot what it's called now. Like, close your eyes. You know, like, I don't want to miss a beat because I miss Oh, I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, I don't, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just imagine if he didn't, and they didn't write that song for him. They wrote it for somebody else. And then they found out, then they got it, then he got it, and then, like, killed it. And, like, now it was, like, one of the best, you know? So, like, that's like, can you really hate on him for not writing it? You know what I mean? Like, because then the artist kind of brings it to life. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like Whitney Houston, like she had a jam. Um, at first, they wanted to sing like Dolly Parton. They wrote, they wrote it for Dolly Parton. Oh, and then Dolly Parton was like, nah. You know what I mean? But then Whitney Houston, like, you know, I have nothing is the song. Yeah, and she like, that was a, that was a classic. So I mean, like, you gotta think of it that way. It's yeah. like, can you really hate on Drake? Regardless, Drake, Drake kills, man. I can't. Yeah, I like, can't hate on him. He kills it. Especially now, like all these young cats, man, they're like. They got him like number one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, and still, even with, even with how everybody writes his music or whatever, he's got a couple writers for him. These new rappers, man, this like this new music is kind of like throwing me off. I don't get it. I haven't listened to any of it really. It's tough, man. I'm not with it. I um, so like, I, obviously as a rapper myself, at least at one point, I don't call myself a rapper at yeah. all anymore. Um, but being a fan of hip hop and rap and like even like. In high school, we had a we in, in order to graduate, we had to do what we call like a senior project. Yeah, and I did mine on like the history of rap, and then I actually wrote like an album. It was basically like a like a story. Every track was like a story for a book, um, and it was like it was dope. But I did it. I, I did it like a project on like hip hop and like where rap and it all came from and like what the culture was. So like I have a huge like love for hip hop in that aspect of like what it is. And obviously, it's it's evolved over the years, and like you know, granted, like what's his name, um, he, uh, Joe, like Joe Budden, you know what I mean? Like he like yeah. he be hating on all these guys, right? Yeah. First of all, yeah. Joe's sour all the time because like I don't he, like him. He's so, <laughs> like, he's he's, he's only, he had like one hit back in the day. Yeah. And uh, he all mad that like these guys are like you know, but then again, it's like some of these young cats now. Like I also I'm like I'm on Joe Budden's side as well. Like yo man, like you know, you kind of do gotta respect like who was here before you. You know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't even have a chance to be in this place if it wasn't for, like, the Pox, the Biggies, the Big L's, the Cool G, you know, like, all those, you know, KRS-One and, like, Rakim. Like, so all these guys, like, paved the way. But at the same time, like, you really can't get mad at the new kids because, like, this, at least for me now, like, this music isn't for me anymore. Like, Lil Pump, 
Gucci Gang, it's just like not. whoever else is out there. I don't even know. Like they're not for me. They're not making music. They're making music for 21, no, right. 19, yeah, yeah, 17, yeah. 18, 22 year olds. You know, like and some of the you know like so for me like. I'm mad, like, music's changed. Like, that's for them. You know what I mean? Like, so they can enjoy that. But, I mean, like, for me, like, I'll continue, you know, like, yeah, like, I'll, because I'm like, I don't diss on anybody's music. Like, regardless if they're, I don't feel that they're, like, up to par, like, they suck or whatever the case is. Like, again, it's it's subjective. It's art. Yeah. So, I mean, like, to them, that's what they do, and they do it well. And, like, especially, and I, def- I definitely don't ever hate on anybody's hustle. So, I mean, like, if they made it, Regardless of how they made it, you know what I mean? Like, you know, they did it, yeah. Little pumps there, cool. Like, whatever. He got there somehow, you know what I mean? Like, Takashi69 is terrible as he's like a rapper. Like, he's there. He was grinding. Like, you don't just like wake up and be like, I'm here now. What's up? Like, I'm famous. Like, he was doing something consistently for X amount of time to get somewhere. So, like, I ain't never gonna hate on nobody's hustle. Like, you gotta market. I can tell you that. That's it. Yeah. And and I kind of was like that with country. I used to hate on country and I kind of. No, I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of more into it, and I'm like, I just enjoy the music more. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. I'm not a huge country fan. I mean, at that point, I love all music. You know what I mean? For the most part, like, I don't hate on any music, but definitely, like, I definitely wasn't, like, a country fan. Yeah. But at the same time, at least for me now that I'm getting older, you can start to, like, you know, kind of, like, I guess, relate more. I don't know if it makes sense, but... Yeah. But definitely, yeah. Exactly. I, you we definitely just... open up. Because when, you, when you're young, you don't know, you know? Yeah, I don't, you always want to be cool. You're like, yeah. You always want to be like, like people like, especially like, in. yeah. If your homies are like, man, fuck country. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, yeah, fuck country. Dude. Like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, just because you're like, I don't want to like cause waves. Like, I don't want to be the only one that doesn't like country. So you're like, cool. But as you get older, like, fuck, I'm like tripping on. Like, country's cool. Why are you tripping? Like, I got a good homie of mine. Same thing. He used to love hip hop and rap. Like, we used to like dip all the time when we were younger, like 17, to, like 22. Hip hop all day long. Rap, hip hop. Now he like, I never listen to that stuff. I'm like, what? He totally switched. Now he's like a straight country guy. Really? But, you know, I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe because we kind of, we didn't split, but like, you know, he spent more time somewhere else and then did that. And I'm like, cool. And I like, straight up. Like, what's wrong with that? You know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I ain't mad at you. So it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things is like, you just got to show love, man. There's too much negativity in the world to like hate on anybody. You know what I mean? Like, if you're hating on somebody, like. What are you What are you doing with your time? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. What kind What type of person are you? Yeah. Negative. Because you know? it takes energy to do yeah, that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like exactly. that energy could be spent doing something positive, and like you're literally going out of your way to be negative. It's like, what's the deal? You know? Yeah, I've been there before. Yeah. I've been there where I'm hating on everybody around me. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, and it's bad. Yeah. And then when you start looking at everything positive, all those issues start like you're like, oh, that's not that bad. And then all the issues kind of just start rolling Same. over. Yeah, yeah nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. uh but I don't know, dude. Just on your style, bro. Did you get it from anybody? Because that's the, that's kind of your original thing. Every time you go somewhere, you're like the the shining star everywhere. Where did you, did you get it from anybody, or just your own thing? Um, I don't know, man. I guess my pops, my pops, man. I have like a love hate relationship with him, man. Like he um he always like pushed me in the limelight. Like like I don't ever seek attention, but I I'm like I thrive in it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm not the guy that like wants to be like look at me, look at me, but I'm like. If someone looks at me, like, what's good? What's going on? You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, and, um, you know, like, I, I, again, I'm just like, I don't know. I just kind of I just kind of take everybody in at that point, and I just kind of learn and pick and choose. I mean, like, it was something that I've always kind of done. I've always had my own little, like, swag and style the way that it's always been. Yeah. You know what I mean, I've always been, like, that guy that's, like, you can go left or right. And I'm always like, well, like, why can't we just go, like, straight? Like, what's wrong with yeah, that? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I'm always trying to like just go my way. My yeah, way, exactly. exactly. You know, and that's really what it is. 
But as far as like style or swag, like I don't know, man, it's crazy. I just, um, especially now I got kids, you know, I just tell them, I tell them all the time, like, be you, you know, there's only one you in the world, like, yeah. why be anybody else? Like, be yourself, you know what I mean? That's what I feel like with my boys. Same thing, I just want them to do exactly what they want to do, you know? And then, and then just follow them in whatever they love and, and get excited about it. That's, just, I want to enjoy whatever they're doing. Man. <laughs> that's sports, if it's fucking video games, if it's whatever it is, man, I, I'm into it. No, that's how you got to be, man, especially as, like, a parent, you know, because, like, it, after all the stuff I do, like, being a parent is, like, number one. You know exactly. what I mean? So, that's 24-7. 24-7, you know? And if you think about it, man, it's, like, it's dangerous, like, what we, like, like we are in control of shaping these young people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's crazy. And half of the time, like, I mean, like, I, like I'm 32, you know, like, <clears throat> I don't, you know, like, I'm still shaping myself. You know what I mean? Like, at the time, I'm still learning. So, like, the, the responsibility you have as a parent while still, like, we're still figuring this out ourselves, but yet we're in charge of somebody else's. It's crazy. It blows me away. Yeah, it trips me out. Because I'm 24, so right. I'm way younger than you. And I, I really don't know yeah. what's going on. You know? <laughs> you, I mean, you, but to be honest, you never don't, man. Like, yeah, my grandmother exactly. always told me, man, they don't come with instructions. You know what I mean? So just try your best. Right. Try to give them, you know, the best I, opportunity. I know, at least for me, what I've realized, man, is that, like, I, I feel like parents, especially my parents, and, like, the way that it used to be was always, like, like, so I played a ton of sports because my dad played a lot of sports. My dad didn't get good grades, and you know he couldn't play baseball and like had his chance but didn't. So like, guess what? Like I played baseball and like he wanted me to play baseball and I played baseball. Like baseball was baseball, you know. Like and that's what it was. So he was like basically like living vicariously through me, yeah, like, forced yeah, me yeah. to baseball and then I played football and it was like this kind of thing. So like, I feel like parents a lot like and I've you know like they basically just like they're trying to like force kids into doing what they feel is right when in, in actuality like you know my, like I let my daughters kind of like figure it out you know like my daughter wants to like draw all the time so that's that's something cool right there yeah yeah it's original that's it you know what I mean like if she wants to draw cool I'm gonna let her draw like I don't even get it I don't even get upset at her all that much anymore like they're kids so they're gonna make mistakes but like I never even like you know like I'm just like like their kids, they're going like I make mistakes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like how can I hold, how can I hold them accountable for things that like, they're don't even know. Then again, like when I'm still learning myself exactly, on things, yeah. so I'm like, so I don't know. It's 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 hard, man. At the same day, you know, I just let them know that it's you know it's real, it's real out there, man. Like and you just, I all I do is I tell my girls just whatever it is you do, I don't care what it is, just try your hardest and give it a hundred percent. If you're gonna do anything, do it a hundred. You know what I mean? Podcast, exactly. 100. podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I got a couple stickers now. Finally, so. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm that's, that's, that's what it is, man. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I want my boys to do, man. I want them to know I'm always there for them because, I don't know, man. That's kind of how, with my parents, I, I was kind of, I was like one person in front of them and I tried to act all perfect and then when I was off doing my own thing, I was a little crazy and I had to deal with situations by myself. <laughs> it was yeah. me I had to deal with it, you know, and. I don't want my boys to have to do that. I don't want them to have to deal with it with yeah. me, you know, yeah. or, you know, their mom. And their mom's the same way. She's she's there for them, and it's kind of the, That's huge, the way man. I want to go, yeah. That's huge. No, it's funny you say that because, like, I mean, obviously, when you're kids, I don't know. Because, like, my, my oldest daughter, crazy, she just, she just turned 12. And, wow. uh, yeah, 12 years old. And, 
you know. Hey, that's one year, dude. She's thirty. She's a teenager. That uh, have fun, dude. It's crazy, but she's like, so she's like, she's in an anime, right? Because like I was always in like Dragon Ball Z and things like that. So I was like, you know, so I always watched it with her as like when she was little and like she likes it. She likes anime. She likes drawing anime. She likes doing things like that. Yeah. She's like super, daddy's girl, you know, but this is like middle school, sixth grade, like, and I'm like. And I, like, went through her, like, text messages all crazy, like, you know, because, like, not, she don't have a phone, she's, like, an iPad. And, you know, she's, like, cussing and, like, yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> I was, like, oh, man. what? And I'm, like, so, again, like, I got, I was, like, all right, so I had to sit down and have a talk. But then I'm thinking, like, what was I doing at 12? You know what I mean? 13, like, I was trying to be cool. Same you know what I mean? Like, I, you yeah. know, like, you know, I, I didn't cuss in front of my parents, like. But I was cut, you know, because you, you think it's cool. You're like, you know, you're saying like bad words. And like, I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm funny. like, you, but I just, it blew me away. <laughs> I was like, you know, so I, I, I didn't get that mad at her, but I did have to be like, hey, like what's going on? Because I know that's really not her. You know what I mean? So I was like, hey, like what's, what's going on? Like, it, it, like, so you cut, I was like, you cuss now? I was like, yeah. that's what you do? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, like, you know, scared. She was like, she's Wait, like uh-oh. And I was like, uh-oh. I was like, I was like, I was like, let me hear it. Cuss. Let me hear what you got. <laughs> she she couldn't. Ah, she hadn't. She had, put it on the spot. Put it on the spot. She couldn't do it. She couldn't do it. And I was like, all right, cool. I was like, I'm just saying, you ain't got. The thing is, what I was telling her, I was like, you don't have to worry. Like, if your friends want to cuss, cool. Get that. Yeah, yeah. Let them do that. They want to do this, do that. I was like, you just be you. You don't have to do you that. You be a leader. You do yeah. your own thing. Like, do you, you know? People will start following you. If, if, if you're doing your own yeah. thing, people will start liking it, you know? Because you know? you're unique and you do your own way, you know? Yeah. Same shit. So it's just yeah, it's nuts. That's that's funny that you were saying like yeah, yeah. you was like separate in front. I'm like, dude, my daughter's doing that to me right now. I was like, and you know, I was like, it's hard. So as a parent though, that's what I'm saying. Like you get yeah. to that point, I'm like, what do you do? You know what I mean? Because I could have flipped out. My pops would have flipped out on me back in the day. My mom would have, you know, like they would have beat me. Like you know, this and that. It would have been a whole deal, you know. Man. And um, but I, you know, but now I, I mean, I, I, at the end of the day, she did like she has been like testing me, you know. And I, yeah, I'm always like, baby girl, like I love you, love you that, you know. But like at this point now, I was like, Lillian, like next time, like I'm snatching you by your neck, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I told her. I was it's like, not a talk next time. The next, next time, time is not even. Yeah, I had to. Yeah. You exactly. know, because at the end of the day, I was like, look, I'm your friend. I'm, like, I love you, and this and that. But I like as a father, like I cannot allow you to make mistakes like these. Yeah. So exactly. just so you know, like don't take the kindness for weakness. Like, you know, what I mean, like you definitely should be fearing me more than fearing like feeling. Like weird in front of your friends, you know, yeah, what I mean? or whatever. Like you're not that kid. Like if your friends like, oh, Lily, you don't want to do this. Like you're a loser. Like cool, be a loser. Because I'm telling you, like it'll you not being a loser with your friends will be way worse than like if I'm. Because I'm telling you right now, like I'm worse. Like it, it's way better to be yeah. a loser in front of your friends than yeah. to lie to me about something exactly. and I find out because I am going to snatch your shit. Well, what's crazy too is once you get out of high school, it doesn't even matter. You're done. Yeah, you're done. All the whole friends, you're gone, dude. the whole you know yeah. your groups, your. Mm-hmm. You're you're popular. You're not popular. All the peer pressure is gone. Yeah, quarterback don't you matter. You do what you want to do. Chili yeah. don't care. Like exactly. none, of, none of that matters. Dude. You played sports. So okay. <laughs> um, we're <laughs> in college now, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Are you, yeah. Were you working or, or are you doing something? Yeah. It's kind of yeah. Yeah, the real world don't play, man. It's tough. Yeah. So you said you you uh, you sent a what was that uh, an offer right? Yeah. What was that for? What, what house was it for? So it's actually for a, a condo in Palm Springs. Working with an investor. Um, it's their first property out here. We're looking for it. You know, obviously, we've been searching for like, I don't know, four or five months. Okay. Finally found one, looked at one. We actually were going to put it off room later or earlier. Didn't, pulled back, kind of went through the whole motion. And then um, it's just, it's the time. The market's hot right now. Yeah. To be honest, if anybody's like looking, like now is the time. 
What did you have to do to get into real estate? What was your, your uh, I don't know, the path there? Like, what schooling, anything like that? So, yeah, so, real estate, I, the, the school I went to was actually in, um, uh, not LA, Pasadena. Okay. Um, the school that I went to is Pasadena, you know, just because, like, it was, like, the easiest, best one that I was, like, kind of streamlined. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, in order to, you know, obviously, it's, like, three to six months, depending on how fast you take it. Um, there's a couple different courses you have to, like, you know, follow. You have to, like, kind of specialize in one or two particular, like, um, like parts. But like categories. Like categories in yeah. a sense, whether you're going to be, like, commercial or residential and things like that. And then you kind of have to pick, like, whether it's, like, leases. and There's a lot. But at the end of the day, like, it really doesn't, you know, like. You got to pass I, that final? Yeah, I mean, that's that's it. Realistically, the test. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people, schooling's easy. You know what I mean? They'll take you anywhere. You can go to any school, pay any amount of money. And go just sit there and learn and like pass, te- you know, like just a test to get there. And Would get you your- recommend your school that you went to? Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. I mean, but at the end of the day, I mean, you can go to like your local like COD or like any community college, take credits oh, that really? way for nice. free. That'll work. Like they yeah. offer that for free, but it just takes longer, you know. Um, and then at that point, you just got to study up, you know what I mean, and like and pass that again. The exam's tough, man. I mean, I'll tell you, like, um, I know a couple people that you know fell three, four times sometimes, man. Like, it the test is meant to. To fool you, you yeah. know what I mean, like it really is. The questions are kind of just the questions are meant to like, yeah, like you know, double negatives and you know, like they use terms that like don't apply to this. But if you actually know what you're talking about, because it's like learning a new language, you know, once you get it, like uh, I get it, like people the wording and stuff. Well, yeah. it's, it's like you know, people sometimes people learn just to just to know, you know what I mean? But that you don't want to learn that way, you know. You want to learn to like learn, you know, like you want to learn it to actual. Like if I told you like. If I gave you five or six things to like memorize, you're like, yo, learn these terms, you know, you would just be like, all right, read these real quick. You're like, all right, cool. I like, I got it. You know what I mean? Like, you'll know it a little bit. Someone asks you about it, but like, if you don't know how to like apply it, what take it, it means, to action, take it to action, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's different. That's why, like, you know, when people take like say Spanish in class, you know what I mean? Like in, in school versus like moving to Mexico, and like having to learn it actually learn it yeah you know what i mean like that's that's when you learn you know when like when you're just like reading to read and like but not to actually like take the knowledge in yeah, it's different focused on you're not it. focused yeah. you know so yeah. once you get there and you get to that point then it's, it's great but i mean to be honest i'll tell you like the actual test of what it is you learn it's good to know those things but like the practicality of actual real estate is completely different like it don't help you at all like there's no like i went to the best real estate school and now it's gonna you're gonna be like famous and like you're gonna be yeah, the best. Fucking do it doesn't it matter. Yourself, yeah. Because at the end again, man, at the end of the day, it's getting clients. Yeah. So I mean, like you can know all the terms, you can lo- you can know how to structure deals and write offers, but if you have no clients to write the offers for, then it doesn't really matter. Even if you're like in an agency, you basically work for yourself, right? You're Always. basically doing it by yourself. Always. And a lot of people don't know that, man. Some people think like, oh, he works for Keller Williams or. Oh, she's with, um, you know, he's with Colwell Re- Banker Remax or Colwell. Or whatever. Like, yeah. Colwell Banker is not going like, hey, here, Johnny, like, here's, you know, here's clients, like, take them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you get with a team, like, for example, like, if, if, like, where I'm at at this point, like, I have leads that I can give to agents. Like, I, I haven't, I have a team that I'm working on yet, but I, I want newer agents or people that haven't been in agents yet because I, I don't want them to have bad habits in a sense. Um, but for the most part, like if you, like if you're from Banana Realty compared to Remax or Keller Williams, like they're both the same. same thing, yeah. You know what I mean? If anything, Keller Williams will charge you more money, or a Coldwell Banker will have more. It's like a corporation because they're bigger, the name, like you know what I mean. But like yeah. you know, John at Keller Williams versus John at Banana Realty, 
they're, they're both the same people. Like, to be honest, like their customer service, their service in general, their knowledge, completely, completely the same. Matter of fact, the other one could be better than the other, even though they're with a bigger, well-known brand. And I mean, at, at the end of the day, like they don't help you. Like no one's like, yeah, like I made a million dollars over here with like Keller Williams because like they gave me clients. Like no, they didn't give you any clients. Like you got to fight for yourself. For yeah. That. So I mean, like the test is cool, but at the end of the day, like like this, like you got to be able to talk, got to be able to like make you know, you got to actually want to help yeah, people. That's what it exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. Make them feel like you're not just trying to rip them off. Yeah. Uh, and what? Like, you know, you're going into what you're trying to build. Like, what's your future plans? What are your, what's your, uh, I don't know, your five, ten-year plan for, for this? So, for me right now, um, so I'm launching the peoplesagents.com. And the whole premise of what we do, because I already do this for all my clients anyway. Um, you know, like, I, I give a portion of my, like, commissions that I work with with my buyers and I apply some of that money to their closing costs. So I actually pay money out of my own pocket to help them buy a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no one, not a lot of people do that. You know, one, and, and like some people get mad, like, oh, you're one of those like discount brokers or whatever the case is. I'm like, no, man, the thing is like, is I just care about people. Like if I'm making $9,000 on a deal and it's costing you $12,000 and it's your first house and I, you know, like, like, let me give you a thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Like, just make okay, it a little bit easier. I'll make eight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you got a brand new house. It's like, yo, like you got a family, kid, pregnant, whatever the case is. Like, let me help. Like, I'm okay. I'll be all right with eight thousand instead of nine. You know what I mean? Like, the money will come because the reason why I'm so successful now and through my entire life is because I've never, money has never been my main objective. I've always wanted to help people first, and the money will always follow that. You know, yeah. I'm always the one to give. I always want to help. And it's, it's, it served me right. So, like, when I finally got serious in, in real estate and I was like, all right, this is it. Like, let's, how do we get this? I was like, I can only help so many people, but if I start to build a team and I figure it out, then that's, that's the way to go. So, that's pretty yeah. much what happened, man. Like, I was like, all right, I'm going to launch the people's agents. They're going to adopt kind of my, my philosophy of, like, giving back, whether it's through, like, incentives, I have a program for teachers where... I give five hundred dollars. I donate five hundred dollars towards classroom, you know, like supplies because one teachers are like super underpaid. And they always need pencils and pen. Like I remember growing up when I was little, like teachers didn't ask for tissue paper and pencils and and color markers and you know all these things. Like exactly. it's, it's crazy. Now yeah. it's like every year I gotta help them buy this, this, and that. Which Can of course because they're this? struggling, yeah. right? Because the teachers like are supposed to fend for themselves they gotta pay out of their you know what I mean but how are they supposed to buy a house now you know what I mean if they're spending money on, on my children and everybody else's children so I was like look like how can I give back so I give $500 towards the classroom and I get $500 towards the closing costs like so that they can afford and this is you know it's better like same thing for like armed forces like anybody in the force whether it's like police uh, first responders things like that I, I, I you know like I donate a ring um, like surveillance system they, like they're keeping the city safe like I want to keep their house safe so like I give that and That's I give a cool little discount or yeah. like, you know, I mean, giveaway basically. Of course, yeah, you know, away. basically, I mean, cause like at the end of the day, you know, especially they're going to trust me with my services to help them like navigate the real estate world. I'm like, the least I can do is give back. You know what I mean? Like I can always give back. It's just like, yeah. it's like, it's one of the things where again, you know, if I'm selling a house for 400,000, I'm making $15,000, you know, like, like I'm cool. Like I can give you a thousand, you know, like I can help you with that. Obviously I need, you know, you need, you need money to help other people. That's like a, you can't give it. You can't give it all away. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you know what I mean. Like you have to be conscious about that. And I think what happens is, is realtors, 
that just look at people like money signs, you know, like, oh, like, cool, like, if I help, you know, like, to help Troy, like, you know, that's an $8,000 check, you know what I mean? Yes. So it's like, Troy, yeah. like, yo, yo, want to buy a house, want to buy a house, like, yo, what do you want to house, da, 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 and Troy's like, yo, man, like, chill. It's like, yeah, man, but you should really buy a house, you know, like, because like, they don't care about, they don't really care about Troy buying a house and, like, getting him in the right position. They just want to get that $8,000. Exactly. And yeah. it's a big it, for the people that are buying out. It's a life decision, and yeah, some right. of them it's like the biggest decision might, in their life. Yeah, they might be the yeah. only one they make. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, exactly. So it's like, why rush? Why push? Like, so it's just crazy, man. And I, I, I tell people all the time, the worst thing about real estate is the other agents. You know what I mean? It's dealing with the other, like the rest of it's easy, man. Yeah, it's agents are all so rough. Yeah, everyone like thinks uh, they, they 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 know everything selfish. and. They know, like, they don't want to waste time. Like, one, you know, one guy's like, yo, man, like, are you sure they're going to buy? Because I don't want to show the house. And I'm like, are you serious? They're going to ask me that, man. I'm like, yeah. let me ask them real quick. Hey, you guys sure you guys want to buy this house? Because, like, otherwise we can't go see it. Like, what am I supposed to tell my buyers? Yeah, man, we're sure. Dude. Like, yeah, me and my uh, my wife, we went and we were going to look at a house in Yucca Valley. And I told them I get off at 2. And I, I let them know, you know, I was like, so we might be a few minutes late. It was like, we we're going to see it at, like, 2.45. I was like, so we might be there, like, 3. I told him that the day before and the day of, I called him, like, hey, just so you guys remember, yeah. and I might be, like, 10 minutes late, and they're like, oh, well, we can just reschedule. I'm like, we're on our, on our way oh, to Yucca yeah. already, number yeah. one, and I told you yesterday, and we show up, and they weren't there, and I was like, that's kind of ridiculous. You yeah. Know? You're that's 10 the, minutes late, and they can't even, telling you, man, can't even been there. I still, well, see, but that's the thing, man. Like, so, for example, um, most likely we're calling listening listening agent, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Never do that, man. Never. Exactly. I mean, like, obviously, you should have called your boy. But at, at any time, regardless, you always, always want to want to call the, a buyer's agent or some other agent than the listing agent. Because the listing agent is trying to sell the house. So yeah, that, just... the, it is their fiduciary duty to help the, the seller sell the house for the most amount of money. And I see that's something I wouldn't know. That's perfect yeah. right there. That's another thing. And, you know. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that, man. Like, they're like, oh, we'll just call. Like, no, man, because it's impossible. Like, especially for a buyer's agent, you don't pay anything for like a buyer's agent services so like if i was gonna help you buy a house like find a house you don't pay me anything it's free like yeah you don't pay a dime for anything that i do for you you go to work and do whatever you do right host a podcast do the drone footage, like all those things that you normally do those hire someone like myself or on the team or another agent that does this because his job or her job is to help you look for a home in your own time so like so you can take care of your family and Again, like, because there's two sides, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, 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 you can do it, like, by all means, you can go to a listing agent and be like, hey, I don't have an agent, like, will you help me too? Yeah. And it's definitely possible. It's just a very fine line. Because if I'm supposed to help the seller get the most money, but I also need to help the buyer get the house for the least amount of money. How does that work? Like, who, who am I really helping, you know what I mean? So then yeah. it's like, somebody's going to get, somebody's going to be on a, on a wrong side, like, whether you're going to feel like, well, how? How did I, you know what I mean? Like, what happens if the house needs repairs? And the seller's exactly. like, well, I don't want to do repairs. And you're like, well, I don't want to buy the house if you don't. So, like, I'll still be like, hey, man, by the way, like, so, you know, they really don't want to do repairs. And I'm like, well, I kind of want to do repairs. I got to go with it. Hey, man, so they kind of want to repair. Like, it's impossible. There's no way. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. So you can't really, you're like. You're both going to end up fucked. How, how can I be on, how yeah. can I be on your side if I got to be on his side? Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? So, like, you always want to have, like, a buyer's agent go in to fight for you. Because at the end of the day, that's their job is to be like, look, man. Yeah. Like, the house one is, team. One team, They're, it's a different team. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Can't be like, yo, Kobe, like, play for me too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can you what shoot about the Cavs, bro? Shoot, shoot. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, can you play for the Cavs half the year and the Lakers half the year? Because like, you know what I mean? Don't make no Shit, sense. We need Kobe back on the Lakers, man. Yeah, right. I think they're gonna be good next year. They'll be all right, man. Playoffs next year. I'm hoping. It's weird that Magic. Uh, I mean, do you really? But I mean, do you really want? I mean, like, I don't know. For me, it's weird. 
I would rather my team miss the playoffs than even go and just lose. Like, first of all, it exactly. just happened to me. And they weren't so, even good enough. They weren't. My So I'm a Pacer fan. Um, and we actually had a cool little squad, man. But, uh, you know, with all the depot getting hurt, like, towards the end of the season. I didn't even – I didn't really watch much of the season. Oh, I yeah. the Lakers didn't make playoffs. Yeah, yeah we got swept. We got swept by the, by the uh, yeah, Celtics. Yeah, I can see how that's pretty shitty. The Celtics are good, though, man. Yeah, but – Are they we, still in right now? They, they're down. I think – no, they're up. They're up. They're up two zero right now. I think I, yeah. I don't follow it a lot, but um, but they are up against the Bucks only because I know that they because they they beat my squad. But it's tough, man. I mean, exactly. Those are the times where I'm like, bro, just just lose, bro. Like if you ain't if you're gonna get there in eight and then lose and like why even show? You know what I mean? It's like what's I almost point? felt that way about the Cowboys this year. They were bad and I. Yeah, Cowboys still... killed me this year, man. Yeah. That was tough. No, they, 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 they beat you guys on huh? in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, but still they still weren't good, man. I I knew, but they made the Rams a little. They made them run for their money a they little did. bit. They did, they yeah. did, yeah. No, you guys but. look good. And that, that's always promising. At least you guys are, like, putting up, you know what I mean? When you get there, as long as you, like, put up a fight, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, because, I mean, obviously anybody can win on any day, you know, but um, I just, like, now. Have you guys made any big moves for the Seahawks? For the Seahawks, uh, well, we traded Frank Clark, which is crazy. Um, is your tackle? Nah, he was our DN from like oh, a couple DN. years back. Yeah, he was killing yeah, it. He led our yeah, league yeah. in sacks. He led the team in, in sacks. He was like, I think fourth in, in the NFC. Um, Trade him to the Chiefs. They gave him like 150 mil. It was a big deal. Damn. Um, looks like Doug Baldwin might be done from injuries. So that kind of sucks. Retired. Yeah. Wow. But we made a lot of. We, we drafted really well. I mean, we always draft well. Like John Snyder is a GM, and uh, like they just they're just phenomenal in scouting him and Pete Carroll are like crazy. Like yeah. On the, on the he has, yeah, one of the top three coaches in, yeah. the, in the league. No, it's I true. Would say. No, oh, easy. Yeah. Easy, for sure. We picked up that kid, uh, DK Metcalf, though. Who's that? He's uh, played for Ole Miss. Dude's like, got like 1% body fat. Oh, I think I heard it. He was like super him. yoked. Like, yeah, literally, like, yeah, he just yeah, he just yeah. stands there ripped, bro. It's yeah. Crazy. Like, I heard about him. Yeah, he's like 6'3, runs at like a 4. He had three. a news story about his body yeah. fat. No, yeah. About it. No, it's just, no just literally fat. like yeah. 1.5%. Like, dude, just he, like. It's like impossible. I don't, like, yeah. I don't have no idea how that's possible. It's like, I don't even think that's healthy, to no, be honest. I think you're on the verge of dying. Like, get some body, like, eat a burger, my guy. Like, he still has a six pack, bro. But he's yoked, bro. And, uh,. And he's fast, like six three, two like forty five, one's like a four three. That's nuts, dude. Yeah, that's kind of how Byron Jones was on the Cowboys. He was just kind of an f- athletic freak, and he's yeah. good, man. He, oh yeah, they moved him to corner, and he's corner full time now. Yeah, yeah, that's good. When you, I mean, like obviously, like well, Seattle started that that big corner like wave. Exactly. I mean, I remember like Seattle, before Pete Carroll, my like we had like Marcus Trufant and uh, like Jordan Babineau, like all those guys were like. Six one, five eleven. They were always like five eleven and fast. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they wanted like good change of motion, like stay on it. You know, and then I know where Pete Carroll was like, I want nothing but like six three, six four, six five, six two, just to defend the ball, man, and, and uh, you know play more like aggressive. And it's like now the leagues, everyone's going big. You know, it's crazy. Like you know those times. So I mean, like yeah, that's why he's that's why he's balling out. You know, years ago, like they wouldn't even look at him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, the big guys would have just like flew right by him, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel pretty good about this season. I think the Cowboys are, will make playoffs. You guys will probably make playoffs, I feel like. We should. I mean, we, no, made, listen. I mean, we made it last year without even trying. I mean, yeah. like, I, we were struck. I don't know how. We were in, like, a rebuilding season. We had, like, no running back. Our offense line played really well. Defense was struggling. 
obviously Earl Thomas was like holding out for the first four weeks. Yeah, he got hurt. That was terrible. And is is he still on the Seahawks? Hell no, he hated him. He got he got out right after. Well, oh, he he went to the Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. Yeah, Yeah. the Ravens. Well, he was holding out. Remember? Yeah, he he was was. holding out. He literally can't play two weeks later, bro. Without because he didn't get a contract. Exactly. Ended up like flipping off Pete Carroll all crazy. So the Cowboys to pick him up. Yeah, he's like, yo, come get me. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, ultimately the Ravens gave him the money, but. All right, let's let's uh I think we want to end it with the let's who's your early Super Bowl pick, bro? And then let's we'll we'll talk about some of your your social medias and All shit. Right. Give um, yourself a little shout out. I would say early I mean like right now it's super early. I'm just going to do it now and let's see how how close it is when we get to the end of this. All right, all right. I'm going to say like I'm all right, I'm over the Eagles are done. Like they already showed me they're whack. Um man, you never know from the NFC I mean, obviously, I don't want to say my own team. We're, we're going to be, like, all right. I think we'll be, like, top four in the, in the league. I think we'll have a shot. Um, I would probably say, I mean, man, like, to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'll put the Chiefs up there. I'll put the Chiefs up there only because if Mahomes looks like the real deal. Yeah. Granted, uh, never mind, maybe without, maybe without, without Hill. Maybe without Tyreek Tyree Hill, Hill over yeah. here breaking baby's arms. And, like, um, I think the Patriots are like on the on the like the downfall. They gotta fall. There's dude, no at way. Some point. Um, that's hard, man. Is yeah, because you don't even really know the teams yet. It's kind of like I'm going. I'll, you know what? I'm gonna go Browns. I'm gonna say it right now. I'm going with it. Wow. Going with it. I think I'll say playoffs. I, I think say play, you're going I playoffs. I say that hit playoffs for sure. I'll give you that. I, I say hit playoffs. playoffs for sure. Chubb is killing. I mean, like, like Chubb Mayfield. I mean, like yeah, they got. I they, like that like, pick. Dude. They're gonna be all right, man. Yeah. Um, I think Browns. Like right now, I would put money in Vegas just for them to make the playoffs. Right now, I put a hundred bucks on them to make the yeah, playoffs. Like that. I would definitely. I, I'm that. with that. Yeah. The odds. I mean, they're probably good odds. And I don't like. I, to be honest, I really don't like anybody else in the NFC. Like I don't think like yeah. I don't know, man. Like it's hard to like. We I would like to put your boys up there, but like, when I don't are know, they man. good? Dak though? is like I don't know. Dak is good. so like. First of all, Dak looked terrible like yeah. the last two years without yeah. an offensive line. He was like a, like a puppy. Nobody. He's a yeah. puppy back there. He's like, scared, dude. He I see him yeah. running, and, he's, and I like him, dude. But he's so scared. He looks yeah. so scared back there. He had like twenty minutes to like throw the ball like two years ago. Like Literally, gross. he like hike, and he was like. Somebody's open. Oh, there he is. Yeah, okay. exactly. Meanwhile, like, Russell's Five like, out. Russell's like hike. He's like, oh, and like already run. So, I mean, like, for me, like, I feel like Dak, as long as he, like, progresses, you guys will be all right. But then again, I don't know. It's like, it's hard. So, Rams are going to be back. You know what I mean? I'm going to say Saints and Chiefs. I think it'll be basically the opposite of what happened last year. Like, it'll just little flip? It might, I don't know if it's going to be the same four, but it'll be those two that make it. I in. can see that. Obviously, Saints, you know, you can't really go it's on the two, Saints. It's two Kamara's favorites, there. but it's like... They were so good. The Saints were so good last year. I can say, all right, I'll put Carolina up there. Um, Cam Newton makes me nervous, though. I know, man, but he's still a freak of nature regardless. I mean, he's not the best yeah. passer. I don't, you know, no, he'll never go down as the best passer, but he just he's too strong, too big. McCaffrey's, like, coming off hard. I mean, like, they got they got the defense. They're I like right. McCaffrey, too. McCaffrey's and dirty. What, Keekly and then fucking what's... Uh, Keekly's, like, one of the dopest the other? tight end ever. Thomas? Is there, or what's the other uh, linebacker? That dude is a beast, too. Um... Oh, uh, the uh, the outside. Um, I forgot his name, but it, whoever watches football knows what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, he's a beast too. Yeah, so, I don't I like know. That. It's gonna be tough. I can see the Chiefs going back easily, regardless regardless of whether Hill's there or not. Because like, they lost Hunt and they still were the same. Basically, so, get anybody with a that could run a downfield like Mahomes got a cannon on him. 
Yeah. And then um, I'm going to put the Rams back up there. Regardless of how bad, like, they showed up in the playoffs. I mean, in the Super Bowl, like, very, it's like probably the worst ever. I and I love watching that. I mean, I love watching them just like, because it's like they're in my conference. I just literally could not, you know, obviously. It's Couldn't funny. get enough of them looking oh, terrible. Oh, man, I could have. Yeah, I, I knew I was dude. loving it. Especially because, like, uh, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, Ram, Ram Nation, the Rams, Horns, or whatever. I'm like, all right. And you get in there, like, yeah, number one offense. Offense is so good. And I'm like, oh, you can't even score. I'm like, and then it was bad. How do you not? Like, come on. I bro. had I had a couple. I had a coworker, dude. She won like every quarter of yeah. the the little squares where you buy the squares, and they were like hundred dollar squares. So she won like a couple thousand, dude. Oh yeah, when like, you just had the three. If you had you three, motherfucker, three, yeah, she had the three zero. I think if you had three zero like three three, you yeah. just be winning, bro. She was winning yeah. the whole time. Yeah. All right, but uh, shout out to your social media where people can find you. Uh, oh, yeah, like let's do it. Like your real estate, like whatever. No, for sure, for sure, yeah, because I, I, it's, it's probably a good time. Man. So, um, I know you had to get out of here, you know. No, for sure, for sure. So you can find uh, your boy on at, at Instagram at Lawrence Does, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E-D-O-E-S. Um, I'm probably going to start. The thing is, that's my real estate one. I do a lot, you know what I mean? Like, again, I do so many. That's why, I, that, that's why my name's Lawrence Does, because I, I, I do a lot of different things. Yeah. So... You can find me Lawrence Duds. I'm probably at some point going to change over and just stick to one, like, just for real estate. But that's going to be on my personal one. I'm just going to start being more active. Um, Instagram, same. I mean, uh, Snapchat's kind of the same. Lawrence Duds. Uh, what else? Facebook. Facebook.com slash Lawrence Duds. Uh, you can find me at LawrenceDuds.com. And most likely, probably by the time this airs, I'd imagine uh, the People's Agents will be, like, up yeah. and running. The People'sAgents.com. This will be a couple weeks. Couple weeks, cool. Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah. Word. So. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, it's gonna be good. A lot of things are in. I mean, like I'm telling you right now, like my main goal for the next five years is to smash everybody in real estate here. I, I have Do no it. doubt yeah. in my mind that um we're gonna put together something that's like so big that it, it just it because again like we're helping. We're not we're not being selfish. We're not being greedy. We're like gonna help and get like shout out and help other businesses and other people grow. So I think with that model, it's going to be impossible, man. Like, and at that point, I'm just going to be, I'll be all over the place. Marketing will be the next thing that I, I go and tackle. And I'm about to be like. I need to learn a little bit more marketing. It's, I feel like you always can, though. It should, it's man. always changing, too. Marketing, it's always evolving. It is, man. It, most definitely. So, And if you're not marketing and building a brand, um, you're going to lose. So that, that right now, that's my biggest goal. Because I know at some point, rather than focus on my own goals and aspirations, I'd rather, again, like with the way I always do things, I'd rather market and advertise other people's and bring them up because then in turn it'll help myself and then I can help others. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, exactly. That's the biggest, man. It feels good though. But you can find me obviously there. Call me 760-567-3226. Um, anytime. You know what I mean? I, like as a realtor, I always answer my phone and uh, let's just keep working, man. I, th- I mean, thanks for having me. This yeah, is, yeah no this, is hey, this is the end of the 100 podcast. Again, it's on all the streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Anchor, everything else, man. Breaker. It'll be on YouTube. I think that'll be the best way to find it. Uh, we didn't use the camera too much. We were kind of pretty focused on this conversation. It was pretty straight and, <laughs> yeah. and into it. But let me hook you up with some shit real quick, bro. Yeah. Let me issue you a double cup right here. I got my homie's uh, album. And then what size are you? Uh, like a like a schmedium. A schmedium. I think I could find you a schmedium. You know what I mean? Maybe like a smarge. You know, like a like a small small medium. Depending on how how big they run. Yeah. Let me see if I can find you in here. And what about your wife, bro? She's uh she's like the same, like a medium. Yeah, those are dope. Rock is at the gym. Let me get you a couple things in here. Nice. Might have to hit your boy. Jump on the track. Yeah, bro, definitely. I'm trying to find you a schmedium. <laughs> yeah. Right, I appreciate it. Let me, let me get this baby off.
Peace out, bro. Peace.